Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sarah and Adam Show. I'm here with, as you might guess, Sarah. How are you today, Sarah? I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, it's kind of a relief to only have two shows to talk about today. Yeah, it feels like it's going to be, I don't know, not not that uh, it was bad to have all those shows, but it was a lot. And it was a lot of to just absorb right. and like mentally yeah taken yeah there's a lot uh so i guess i mean we, we never talk about spoilers here i mean we mm-hmm. like all the shows have spoilers but we should just make sure that people understand that uh we're going to be talking about spoilers for Andor all the way through episode mm-hmm. like season one episode eight and house of the dragon the full season one now we finally watched the finale yeah which we finale watched the finale Oh boy, <laughs> we did. Oh man, and they have started filming for season two apparently. Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, and then for Tales of the Jedi, we're going to cover Tales of the Jedi, mm-hmm. uh, but we're probably going to be like next week or maybe even the week after. If I don't know, we could do it next week because Dragon Show's done. Yeah, so next week no. it'll only be Andor. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we both just had really hectic weeks and then the next thing I know I was like, oh yeah, Tales of the Jedi was also out. Yeah, I barely got Andor watched before this too, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Definitely good that there are fewer shows then going on at the same time. It's been been hectic. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we have a a couple news points uh for, for just various shows that we're like kind of tracking and keeping t- track with i feel like you said you said you had one for oh no you didn't have one for wheel of time there's nothing yeah i thought i saw one and now i can't find it so mm-hmm. clear, clearly it must not have existed yeah that's fair uh, there's nothing that interesting um yeah i mean I, i'm excited to watch it kind of but I actually, so I saw a headline earlier today when I was trying to find what it was again and I couldn't find anything because all of the articles are about how we still don't know when season two is going to air. But one of them was talking about how, like the headline was, they are introducing a new Matt Cawthon because the actor is a different actor. And I I read the headline and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that they did that because it's been so long. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's been a while man i kind of and i liked the old matt i I keep hoping that they just give the news that the old matt is coming back yeah that would be great oh man i shouldn't i I shouldn't count this guy out before he even starts like that's not fair of me but i just want him to be funny that's all yeah he's got i feel like he has big shoes to fill Mm mm-hmm Oh, yeah. Well, the old one was pretty good. And then it just disappeared forever. Goodbye. Sad. Yeah. Uh, so what What other news? Do we have other news? I thought you had other news. Okay. I mean, it's 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 really minor, but I mean, any news is cool. So, so you know, they're shooting the film Ahsoka. Right? Mm-hmm. Or the film, sorry, sorry. The, the, the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not, not trying to... Whew. Oh, man, you would <laughs> I almost start. started a riot, people. <laughs> So many people listen to us. Like <laughs> they, they would have spread it everywhere. Uh, oh, <laughs> would have man. caused pandemonium. No, oh, <laughs> like yeah, like the five people who listen. But uh, so they're they're shooting the show, and 
I mean, it's it's pretty tiny, but it's interesting that this, to me at least, the actress who plays Sabine, her name is Natasha Liu Bordizo. Okay. Sure. But she, she looks almost exactly like Sabine, by the way, uh, in real life. But she is done filming. Like, they're starting, they're, they're nearing the end, basically. Like, as, as actors stop, you know, being needed for various scenes, like... Mm-hmm. You know, it's starting to starting to get there. Or Sabine's role is fairly minor, and they're already done, and they still have a lot to shoot. Who knows? They, they didn't say, but one way or another, she's done shooting scenes. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know. Like people in the film industry would absolutely know more about what that. Like, I, I drew some just like random conclusions, but I'm sure that you know someone who knows more mm-hmm. would about the industry would would be able to pull out more I, it just um i i hope sabine is a pretty central part to the story frankly mm-hmm. well and they shoot things out of order too so i i mean it could have been like a scheduling thing where they would have had to move her her stuff around uh to make it work because i i was reading um about house of the dragon that they actually shot the scenes with um basically with the older actors first so the younger versions of Rhaenyra and Allison were shot like at towards the end of filming season one um so that doesn't which is interesting right um so it doesn't totally surprise me that she would be wrapped it's interesting though that it's her specifically and not like a few other people well i mean that that's the, the thing about it so like if, if we heard that the actress who plays ahsoka was done shooting mm-hmm. we'd be like what's going on like why is she done shooting like she's gonna be in every scene kind of or, you know maybe not every scene but right. she's gonna be central to the plot obviously her name is ahsoka the show's ahsoka like that that's how it is but if if Sabine was a made more main player, like you'd think that maybe she'd, unless they come out with news real soon, saying like, yeah, and then we're all done, you know, like mm-hmm. m- maybe she is a more minor character. Maybe she just dies halfway through. Why would you even go there? I don't know. I, we just watched Dragon Show. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's probably valid <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know it's it's got me thinking darkly so anyways it's i'm excited to see i mean i think we so we're gonna get mando season three what like early next year yeah i think it's is it february that's supposed to start yeah let's see i'm looking right now it says february 2023 yeah. sweet which is nice because february has less days in it to narrow it like we'll have less to wait <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. You don't think that's how February works? <laughs> I don't think that's how waiting works. It's like a Canadian thing, I like, guess. <laughs> Not knowing how February works. You'd, you'd still have to wait the same amount of days to get to like the middle of February versus the end of February as you did any other month. All right. Just saying. Uh, well, they can't set it for the 31st of February is all I'm saying. No, maybe the 30th. <laughs> okay. 
That was a hashtag, joke. Just to be clear, Canada. <laughs> just to be clear, I do doubt there are not thirty days in February. <laughs> like, did my snort teach you that? <laughs> no. Incredulous. You're like, oh crap! How many days are? Oh no. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> 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 all right, yeah, so uh, looking forward to all these shows, though. They're gonna, we're going to have lots of good TV. Mm-hmm. And eventually, though, it'll all kind of dry up. Like, we won't, it's like we had so much, and now we'll probably go through a little dry spell. I'm wondering if we should watch some of Orphan Black or something to fill the, the void. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, so you want to talk about... What do you want to talk about? Dragon Show first? That's what we've been doing. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, So we got the finale of Dragon Show. Yeah. This was, this was heavy. Yeah. Um, So what'd you think? What was good? What what did you like about it? What was the, was your favorite part? Um, Oh, my favorite part? Um, actually, I think my favorite part of this overall was seeing how loyal Rainus is to Rhaenyra. So, because at the end of the last episode, she takes off on, on her, on her dragon, Melise, and it kind of looks like, or it kind of had this vibe for me where she was kind of like, screw all of you guys, do whatever you're going to do, you're going to... You Mm -hmm. served the throne. I don't want any part of this. And she just, like, bounced, right? And didn't want to make it her problem. Um, Yeah. And then you see in this episode that she, like, goes straight to Rhaenyra to tell her what happened. And then later on, you also see that she's, like, going not necessarily, like, against her husband, but is, is fighting for them to stay loyal to her and like stay supportive to Rhaenyra's claim instead of just being like screw you and joining the greens right um so I thought that was really good I actually I really enjoyed it okay but yeah I like that I I actually found so we you know we were talking about how she should just set everyone on fire. I, I still think she should have just set everyone on fire, but yes. Well, I, I thought that it was a very satisfying response that she gave. They were like, why didn't you just do it? And she was like, well, it's not my war to start. Like, if, it, if right. it's going to be war, I, when I think that's inevitable, mm-hmm. that's not that's not the, like, if I did it, that would be me starting the war, and that's not my place. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she's like, it's going to be you. Like, if we're going to go to war, my queen, it's mm-hmm. going to be you kind of thing. Well, and, and you can see that, like, she is very level-headed, which also kind of plays into this whole bit about how, like, maybe she should have been queen in the first place instead of Viserys. Yeah, yeah. Um, because she was so level-headed, and even when they Corliss was kind of being like, oh, we shouldn't support Rhaenyra, like, she, like, whatever, basically going on about her track record, right. so to speak. And, and Rhaenys had this line of, like, She's the only one right now who is holding the kingdom together. Yeah, I like that. And, I, and you really saw it. And it was juxtaposed so nicely because when she did say that line, it was cut to a shot of Rhaenyra sitting down in that, like, war room with everyone kind of um, 
trying to decide what to do and like how to call these shots and stuff and she was just sitting there in the middle of it not actively partaking in it um and it was just really nicely done so i i like that they wove that in in this way yeah i go ahead i agree (laughs) no 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 it it was it was nice um i think uh, yeah so Whereas episode nine was full of treachery mm-hmm. and deceit and like, I, I liked the, you know, it was, I, I liked the way it was shot. I liked the way they, they did everything, consolidated power, the methodical, you know, all, all of that stuff. Um, I, I liked that this, this one was, um, this one is full of loyalty. Yeah. Like the, the other one was full of deceit. This one is full of loyalty of people, could, you know, professing their loyalty of, of showing their loyalty in maybe different ways and everything. But like they, you know, ev- everyone deciding like, oh crap. Okay. So I've said this whole time, I have to, I'm going to obey the queen, you know, like when she's going to be the queen eventually, I'm, I'm going to, but, but then what does that actually mean? Do I actually follow that? Uh, you know, and most of them were like, yeah, yeah, I will. Right. It's kind of cool. Yeah. What What did you like about this episode? Yeah, so I liked that. I, I liked the loyalty aspect. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about about you know like good character and stuff, and you know, loyalty. Uh, I, you know, it, it's such an interesting thing because I've 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 never thought that just blind loyalty was was the best way to do things. You know, like, but at the same time, uh, in this in that situation, it's like. If you're not blindly loyal in this particular circumstance, if you don't decide to do the thing that you promised to do, like, uh, like that, that could have some serious repercussions. And not not only what might it, you know, like, upend the entire kingdom, uh, you know, like it, it might also just get your whole family killed. Yeah. Or for that matter, like being blindly loyal might get your whole family killed. Like you have to really think, like, is she actually? Is she actually competent enough to be the queen? Yeah. Um, oh man. I, I also I also really liked the uh, their the strategy talk, as you might imagine, um, given my past. Mm-hmm. But like ta- them talking about, okay, well they they have they have like the the geographic uh, advantage in a lot of ways, you know, like the you know the greens do. But we have dragons. We could get all. We could get a whole bunch of dragons. Yeah. Yeah, I actually like that, too, in terms of them just talking about how they would kind of create these, like, choke points. Like, um, when they were talking about closing off, like, the 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 water, I guess, tradeways, if you want to call it, whatever they, the phrase was that they used. Um, it was just really clever. Like, they were being more... I found that they were being more methodical in what they wanted to do instead of just, like, going in their guns blazing and... You know, burning well, like them all. Da- <laughs> like Damon wants to do. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. So the yeah, other things that I liked about it, I liked the war table, like it, the way it was lit. I don't mm-hmm. know how practical it was, but it was pretty neat looking. Mm-hmm. Like it looked pretty sweet. Um, and, and then I, I liked Rhaenyra's maturity. Yeah, I, I liked how calm she was and how you know like how matter of fact it was she was she's you know she she was commanding and she i don't know i i just 
she's just been through a traumatic like at the very start you know she gets a really traumatic awful experience and then mm-hmm. you know she got through it and then it's like people need her and she's still she, like you could see it's like she is the queen as opposed to like that that little poser on the green side who's, who's like holding mm-hmm. up his sword like yeah they're cheering me i'm cool <laughs> You know, Rhaenyra's like, no, I, I am the, like, like you, you, she wouldn't be the one to hold up a sword no. for everyone. Like, she'd just be like, yeah, I'm the queen. Like, get back to work, assholes. Oh. Well, yeah. like, you see that. So, okay, so let's let's touch on this real quick. Because she does have this this period at the start of the episode where, um, when she learns that her dad's died and, and uh, what's his nuts? Aegon has has usurped the throne here. Um, That's his nuts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, so she ends up having this like preterm labor episode, and her baby dies, which is really gut wrenching to watch. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, it was. Well, the the sound that it hit when it hit the floor, like oh, when it came, yeah. when the baby oh. came out, and it just. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, so I'm I'm just gonna put this on the record because I feel like I probably should, and it explains why it was so emotional for me. Um, I'm five months pregnant, so this was ridiculously hard to watch. Um, it was probably yeah, one of no. nor- normally for me. <laughs> I've always been the person who's more affected by like. Oh no! Like the horse died, or like right, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know this. I'm always like, but why? Why did they go after the animals? And I yeah, don't really. You were, you were mad at me at, for not warning you in Anchorman when they booted the dog over. Yeah, the side. they kicked the dog like, over, and I was like, why? I was like, <laughs> why would I tell you? I don't care. Uh, <laughs> so like yeah. that's always been kind of where I've fallen. So when I had this like really crazy response, I was like, oh my gosh, it was so ho- awful to watch. And then you just see her go from that to this funeral that they're having. And she yeah. immediately afterwards is like, okay, here, here's your, your father's crown. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone just starts to fall. And like immediately she is kind of thrust into this role that she knew that she was going to be thrust in anyway when he, when he did die. But... It's almost like it's tougher now because she's in this role that's rightfully hers, but someone else has taken it from her. So she also has to fight for it, but she doesn't want to be the first person to, like, draw their sword type of thing. And she doesn't want to start the war. Um, so it's right. it's a really interesting dynamic to see. And she's doing it all so composed it was really great acting honestly yeah no it really was she she did she did really good like i i was very impressed like the actress who played her like i i liked her anyways it was it was pretty mm-hmm. jarring to go from one from one actress to the next right. you know from from the young Rhaenyra to this one but uh, this this one i like better than the the first one honestly like i've i've liked her better for a little bit but this this one it was like yeah absolutely prefer her yeah she did a she did a really phenomenal job um and i think you could really see it in this episode that she 
really, especially, I mean, we'll, we'll get into the, the ending probably later, but like, especially the final scene, you're just like, whoa, like she's nailing the emotions that need to be portrayed in this. Yeah. Oh yeah. She, she did a good job. Um, I feel bad for her, honestly. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, she she loses so much this episode. Like her dad is dead, and that that's I mean it's, it's expected, but it's still never something that you're just like yay, you know. And you hear right. it like, at least it, you know she cares about him, right? You know, and she he showed he showed her a lot of loyalty and love in you know his lat like episode eight when mm-hmm. they last saw each other, like. He, he demonstrated he's like all right you know i'm i'm back in you like there's there's a lot of that so uh, you know she lost him but then immediately as a byproduct of her reaction to the the throne being usurped she you know had the miscarriage which is i mean people people who haven't had kids will i mean i remember uh, like uh, i was I'm, I'm ashamed today like i someone i know i I won't i'm not going to give anyone any names but someone i know who's close to me had a uh miscarriage and i i was too young to know really much about it you know i hadn't and i I was just like they told me about it and i was like oh um is that supposed to be like emotional for you or something like i I was so callous Mm -hmm. so callous and uh, you know like people be like what you already like this is gonna be your sixth kid like who cares like you it's just a spare kid, whatever. And it's, it's very, very different from that. Just, you know, like it's, it is a really big deal, especially as far along as she was. Right. You know, like it's, it's a pretty traumatic thing. And so, uh, you know, so she lost, she lost their, her, you know, this, this child that she'd been carrying for a long time. And I actually did think of you like immediately when I saw it, I was like, Oh, I hope Sarah's like, Mm. Oh, I, I was sobbing. I was a disaster. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I thought of you immediately. I was like, gosh, what a, what a thing to watch right now. But, um, and then, uh, and then the, the ending, I, I was just like, I, I don't know. I don't oh. know how you can handle that. Like, I don't know how you can handle all of this. Like, as her, like, it's going to be a very interesting, like, you know, she's trying, she's like, no, I don't want there to be like a ton of bloodshed and fighting and, you know, dragons are going to burn everything. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, I, I mean, I guess it's on. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, that's the thing, right? Like they, to her, like they've cast the first stone, so to speak. And like, just putting it mildly, like, uh, yeah. to, I, so I had this thought while I was watching it or after I had watched it. So the first thing I want to point out about that scene at the end. So um, in episode eight, Matt Smith, so the actor who plays Damon, kind of improvised that whole like crown falls off and put it on his, mm-hmm. like keep walking, put it on his head type thing. Um, it wasn't supposed to happen. So he improvised that. And apparently in this episode, he was the one responsible for coming up with the idea of having like him walk into the room and the camera movement basically follow him and Rhaenyra with their backs to the camera and then have her turn and face it. Um, So, I mean, that just goes to show you how involved he is, I guess. But I thought it was a really great way Mm -hmm. to do it because you kind of 
aren't privy to this very emotional traumatic moment that they're having. And then when she turns, you just see the effect on her face. Um, But my immediate thought was like, well, how did they know what happened? Like, how did Damon find out? Because, I mean, Luke just got chomped out of the sky. Oh, at the very end. Yeah. I I know. I was wondering that myself. Like, I, I don't. I don't know how that. So I I read today, and I, I mean I don't know how true it is because it was on the internet. So fifty oh. fifty chance here. Um, oh. But I read that in the book, so in the prequel, uh, when this happens, the dragon's head, so Eric's head and neck, wash up onto the shore. Um, so they they find basically the dragon's head, but. Uh, oh. Luke's body is never found. Man. Yeah. It's just like a result of bullying gone wrong. It really is. And like, oh man, this, it, it was so awful to watch too, because you could see that both dragons weren't listening to, mm-hmm. to either of them. So it was really one of those cases where it's like, it, it's the same thing, like, I'm a huge dog person, but at the end of the day, you never know what a dog is going to do, no matter how well trained they are and how well behaved they are. Like, you just don't know what will you happen. Don't know for, you don't know for sure. Yeah, you can't guarantee that something won't happen to to trigger them, right? Um, and it was the same thing here, where it's like, no matter how much control you think you have over your dragons you can't guarantee that they're going to listen to you. They need to watch that movie. And I guess it's a show now, How to Train Your Dragon. (laughs) Uh, uh, Get some tips from Hiccup. (laughs) Yeah. But like, okay. So when, when Amond was chasing um, him through the sky, like when they were having this whole like dragon flight, whatever thing, I can't remember what exactly he said to him while he was in the air. But he he leered something towards him, some phrase. And it immediately just gave me these, like, sadistic Joffrey Lannister vibes of him just wanting to to torture him. Not in the true, like, full extent that Joffrey was a total sociopath. Uh, but it was the same kind of path for me. I was like, you're, you're treading in that direction. <laughs> Well, he is a bully. I mean, that mm-hmm. he started out like he got his eye sliced out for a reason. Like they, right? He went in and started running his mouth. And when they were emo- when the other kids are emotional, like what? What do you expect? Like the fact that he's like hasn't forgiven him, you know, the kid uh, mm-hmm. for that. Like even though he started it, really, you know, like that. I, I, I don't know. Like I, I kind of want to like him, honestly. Right. Like he seems capable and he seems he's going to be a major player in all of this, but he's, I don't know. I, I, w- I want him to be like, I want him to be realistic. Like, no, I but like, I was stupid. That's why I have my eye cut out. You right. Know? But that will not uh, happen. <laughs> no. Uh, well, okay. So 
I mean, there's there's so much going on, but one of the things that so they were talking about like dragons. You know, we have more dragons and stuff, and I, that scene made me wonder: mm-hmm. Does it matter? Like, what if all of them went against what, what's his name, Vagar? Is that or what's what's the name of that big oh, dragon? Yeah, I think it's Vagar. I think so. I can't remember. What what if they had nine dragons going? Like he just mm-hmm. ripped the other one in half, mm-hmm. just like as a trifle. Like it was mm-hmm. it wasn't close. Like nine dragons that size would do nothing they just bounce off well and like that so that's the thing that's why it's so uh it was such a big deal that he took that dragon specifically because that is one of the oldest and biggest dragons and then you basically have these like i don't want to call them baby dragons but they are considerably younger they're considerably smaller um like they they haven't been they haven't been around as long or been as involved in war, so to speak. Um, oh. So it's, it, and you can tell like that's a total inexperienced thing. Um, so yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Like if you have eight or nine dragons, are they going to be able to do anything if you have one really big dragon? Yeah, like better to just try to kill the writer, frankly. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I think that, that that's basically what you have to do because I don't think that dragon's going anywhere. Right, kill kill the rider and then see what Run happens. Run for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Run for it. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So so what else did you think about this? Because there was so much. I feel like there was so much happening in terms of like stra- strategy and setting up for what we know was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, I, I like this a lot more of the like instead of like daggers in the night kind of uh, mm-hmm. which was what Green was doing. Which by yeah. the way, I'm like after these two episodes, like I, I'm definitely more on the black side. Like I, I liked the Green for like I, I still don't mind Alicent that much, mm-hmm. but I think, I like Rhaenyra just kind of stole it this time. I'm, I'm definitely more on that like that. I don't know how you can beat like there, there's treachery and deceit and you know like just killing people for being loyal mm-hmm. or there's like the she's like being wronged like she is having her throne stolen from her by yeah. by scheming pricks you know like I, I don't want anything to do with with these people who are stealing the throne for like an for an immature like awful person i don't know if he's awful but like he's not he doesn't want to be king yeah he doesn't want to be king no one else wants him to be king except for the people who can manipulate him and as opposed to the rightful heir being wronged and then her like she just loses her son uh, because of the the greens bullying like right anyways yeah i i like this episode for all i liked how like honest it was like they're just talking about how to go about the business of war which Mm -hmm. i thought was which was cool you know like okay we have to secure our allies like using the board to mark everything and the drama of when sir corliss uh whatever valarian comes Mm -hmm. in and he hasn't like they're like well we're we're hoping that you're gonna be on our side but but he hasn't said it and like the relief of him like 
oh, I'm going to stand with you kind of thing. You know, like I was like, yes, like that was that was a good moment. That was so that was so well done. Like, I actually really enjoy yeah. that they did it that way instead of having him just either stroll in and be like, yeah, we're here. We brought our, our armies for you or whatever. Um, or also just having him like I, I like that he didn't just ag- agree to, to reign us right away. Like he kind of pushed back on mm-hmm. it and then you don't see his decision. Right. So it was um, I think it was a really smart way to do that. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm just a sucker for this stuff. So whatever, you know, my opinion's almost like not valid, but I, I just liked, I just liked how he was able to admit, he's like, yeah, I was wrong. Like I, my, my bad, you know, like for going off and abandoning her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I just, I liked that, that he was able to be like, yeah, like that was foolish of me. And then he made, did what he could to make it right. Mm-hmm. I, I, the whole the whole thing with him going in and asking like the, the questions he was asking her and everything like that before he even confirmed that he was with her I thought it was very fitting of his character like, yeah he doesn't strike me as a pushover um he hasn't at all this entire season so it it definitely mm-hmm. fit to me that he wouldn't just walk in and be like yeah okay we'll follow you like he had questions, also gave some, like, counsel, like, and advice of what he thought would be a better idea or what would happen, um, and then decide, like, and then made his, his motives clear, so it worked nicely. Yeah, I, I thought it did. It was, it was pretty good. Um, how much did you cringe when Rhaenyra took her two sons aside and sent that like yeah. you know when they're they're about to leave and she's like you're not to fight here's what you know mm-hmm. like I, I she's like oh, I'm only sending you you know we're sending you to the what whatever you know I'm only sending the youngest son to the small you know to the one house but that was like the one house that was like the question mark yeah you know and, and then the other ones you know, especially like the other son got to go be with the Starks, and you, you know that the Starks are gonna join Rhaenyra's side. Oh yeah, they so. got it. Well, I like that they, they were like, this, uh, and the Starks never took an oath that they didn't love or something. Like I forget what they said, but like they, the way they said, they're like, yeah, they'll the Starks will always honor their oath. I was like, yeah, someone will. <laughs> someone will. Yeah, it was it was one of those things where like I get it. She was. I got both sides like they were trying her boys were trying to be like grown up so to speak and help and try to oh they're in theory they're like late teens early 20s like they're yeah they're of age like especially back then they just look like they're 10 you're right especially the youngest one I'm just like yeah he he I, I wanted them both to have different actors, actually. Like, I wanted their final actor. But, but may, maybe that'll be the start of next season. Of, mm-hmm. We'll just trash the, the old one and we'll get the, the new one. But it was like... Just dumpster them. Is it is it smart to send your children... Dumpster them. Smart to send your children out in the open. with Basically, like, they went by themselves. She didn't... Yeah. Like, no one else went with them. Which I get because you're riding your dragons, so the only other people who would be able to go with you would also be dragon riders. Um, but it just didn't feel like 
a wise decision? Well, and the so I think I think too though like um, all right. So we're we're used to the context of uh, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where everyone's plotting and just like kind of everything's just like oh, I've seen an opportunity to kill someone who's inconvenient. Like I'm just gonna freaking take it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's how it was in Game of like at least in the books of just like you know people are pretty ruthless and all all the stuff, but. Uh, they've just come from an era of how how many decades of peace right. where you know like that that's what the kings he was the peaceful you know when he died that's what they called him and uh, like if if people get in fights in the hallways and people just like die from you know their insults and stuff at least it's like out in the open like it's like i challenge you to a duel okay like one of us will die now for some reason right you know, it, it wasn't like this treachery thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what she's expecting. It's just like, okay, well, sure. Like they, these guys have, have usurped the throne, but no one else besides them, like the, the Lord, what, what was the, I keep wanting to say Barthanis, but that is totally wheel of time. Um, I can't even remember his name. It was the Baratheon. Yeah. Um, right. I think it was Baratheon. I cannot, I can't remember his, his, it was, and and that, that was another thing is like, she's expecting that, but it was made obvious when, when they got there that it was his father that made that oath. Like, like it wasn't him. And he's like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to honor that. Like you got to pay up basically. Right. Well, well, like, so he wasn't being that honorable or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, we could debate that. But he was actually, in a lot of ways, being like, okay, so he chose a different side. Like, you can almost, it's almost like, well, you almost give him a pass to choose his loyalty because he didn't, he didn't choose that oath. You know, may, maybe he chose to, maybe he was supposed to swear that he would honor all the oaths of his you know, forebear or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know how that works. Uh, what I, What I did notice, though, is... He protected Rhaenyra's son, even yeah. as he rejected him. He was like, no, like, cut, knock that crap off. Like, that's, you know, like, this is, he came as an envoy. Like, I, I'm I'm not going to mess with, like, eventually maybe we'll kill him in on the field of battle, but we're not going to actually, you know, like, he, he was honorable. Like, she was mm-hmm. kind of, in a way, she was right to expect honor. She just didn't expect, uh, you know, that that treachery from, like, she didn't, she didn't expect there to be a dragon already there. Yeah. You know the treachery from her own brother i guess you i always forget that that's that's her brother it's so weird it's so weird they call him uncle mm -hmm. and stuff yeah but yeah i'm i'm think like maybe that was part of her downfall in this episode and that's also going to shape her moving forward and her decisions moving forward of what she's going to do well, I I think that they're fo- so so. Uh, Rainies, she's like, okay, I'll I'll patrol the the harbor with you know mm-hmm. my dragon, and I'm like, you're just gonna get eaten by Vagar. Like everyone, it, like they all all the dragon riders need to, they have a Vagar problem. They need to neutralize that, or he's just gonna go and pick them off one by one. Mm-hmm. Like he's already killed one, and and I think he's just gonna. He's going to go back and he'll be reprimanded and then he'll go and start hunting them one by one is what I think. I think that's what he should do strategically. Like no one can mess with him. And the only thing that can really threaten their position is dragons. And if they're spreading themselves out, like they should, if they get, if this port, if, if their blockade is that important, they should send all their dragons there. 
Yeah, I mean, at least a few to back each other up. It it's gonna be interesting too because you you have it end with Damon going down into this like crypt of sorts and basically waking up another dragon. Yeah, and he looks pretty big and old. Sure, I don't know anything. Like they all look huge compared to their writer, and then true. And then Vagar is just like, oh, you're a freaking monster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I wanted I wanted him to see Vagar and just freaking turn around and run. Like just leave. <laughs> right right then. Uh I was I was a little disappointed. I don't want to say disappointed. I I was hoping we would see more of like an all-out war declared this episode. Um yeah. But I mean, I get it. They're they're setting up the next season, and next season is going to be that. I think I think yeah. If I had to predict, I think the first season or the first episode of the next season is going to be her making the decision. Like, okay, she killed my son. Uh, you know, they killed my son. That's not okay. Do we go to war for that? Do we risk the right the, the peace? Well, because. Well, Okay, so here was something I thought was really interesting, and I think this gave her a lot of confidence, actually, was when she asked Damon, she's like, about the Song of Ice and Fire? And he's like, there's no idea about it. Yeah. She's like, he didn't tell it. Like, the king never intended for Damon to be the heir forever. Mm-hmm. Like, Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Yeah, that was also really wild. She was bringing this up, and then he just completely lashed out at her. I was like choking Yo, her. Yeah. I was like, "Can we calm down?" Like yeah. this, this escalated very quickly, and uh, no, just no. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I expect there's going to be a lot of annoying things in the next season, but I, I guess I'll watch it. I guess I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, man, I, I don't even know what to expect for next season other than lots of fire. I guess. I, yeah, uh, let's get the Starks involved. Winter is coming. Yeah, in a few hundred years. Eventually. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, like, when when do they say that though like when do they start saying that is that they're still is that that their house motto already um i don't know actually that's good that's a good question like do they get that from her eventually like do they like she they're loyal to her and then she Mm -hmm. eventually like tells them like okay guys like i look this is what we think and they're like oh crap winter's coming i guess we better start you know, we've got to refer to that vaguely. No on. <laughs> well, I mean, they they have winters before that happens, before that whole. <laughs> like the season winter? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? That's not just like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, like this is this is how many hundreds of years ahead of that? Two hundred, I 200? think they said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Is it Vagar's head in their hall of whatever the like in in Game of Thrones? Um. 
I don't remember. Yeah, I feel like Tyrion noticed it or something at one point. There's some scene with him. Maybe. I'm going to have to... I just had that flash of inspiration. I mean, it's in the books, but... In the Stark, Anyways. in the Starks Hall. No, no, no. Oh. Sorry, I, I'm uh, confusing everything. In, in uh, King's Landing. King's Landing, yeah. I think it is. I think so. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna look it up and double check because now I'm curious. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, any other thoughts about it? Hmm. No, I think they've said it out. Like, I, I wasn't a believer in this show for quite a few. Like, I, I feel like, honestly, I only really started enjoying the show in episode eight. I was going to say, I feel like you've been, like, not grudgingly, but, like, kind of watching because we're, we're watching it and seeing what's happening. But I think you're enjoying it. You've definitely seemed to have enjoyed it more the last few episodes. Well, there's more likable things to me. Like, I, I just, I have to have someone to root for. I have to have something that, yeah. like, I don't know. It's just like a bunch of degenerates killing each other. Like, I don't care. Like, go kill each other on your own time. Like, I don't need to watch it, you know? Yeah. I just don't care. I Like, oh, that, that like, one degenerate was cleverer than the other? That's cool. Like, I don't care. Just stop. But, but now, like, it's actually, there's more, there's more interesting, like, the, the succession to me, like that's such an interesting idea of, you know, just because you say you have an heir doesn't mean it's uh, for sure. Right. You know, like, oh yeah, there's, uh, there, I wanted to draw a parallel in the in Wheel of Time, there's this kind of a parallel there. Mm, in fact, okay. there's like a whole, but but that's, that's like way later in the books. So I don't want um, yeah, to ruin it, but, but yeah, there's um, like the idea of succession and loyalties and the political aspect like all of that stuff like essentially it didn't matter because the king was just like no like quit quit being jerks like we're just gonna get along we're gonna be peaceful we're gonna wait until the white walkers get here and then we can kill each other but that's way long way after i'm dead like that that's his whole thing like get along like knock it off right you know Quit touching each other but it's like <laughs> you have kids in the car and you're just like you don't have to touch each other like <laughs> just sit on other ends of the car and be okay trust uh, trust me it's a it's like it's a thing <laughs> yeah yep um it's like why are you why but uh, but you know that, that that was his legacy and in a way it was real it, it made a real a kind of boring situation it's like well he's just going to be king still like no one's actually rebelling mm-hmm. the most they'll do is like go fight a little skirmish against some guy without a face uh, like off in the ocean like the the king face the crab face guy the crab face i don't know what his name is but like that's like as rebellious as they got and now it's actually choose sides mm-hmm like it, it's time it's very interesting yeah yeah much more interesting than than the king is slowly falling apart turning into a zombie yeah yeah i agree with you i definitely did get better towards the end so i think season two will be very i think season two will be a lot of uh, i mean it's gonna be a, a ton of killing 
Uh, yeah, I mean, one would kind of, I don't know, maybe not hope. I, I, I The thing is, if it's just action, it's not going to be that interesting to me either. Like, I want right. I want there to be, like, all this, you know, we, we need to see all the, the politics behind it. That's, mm-hmm. I feel like that was one of the things that I missed. Like, I, I didn't really care about, like, the kings being manipulated by one hand or the other or whatever. People are having kids with people who have darker hair or whatever. I, I just... I want to see the houses scheming against each other in mm-hmm. in more significant ways than than like oh he has the wrong color hair the squabble about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally agree with you. So, yeah. but, so well, any thoughts for you? I think I'm done. They can finally out. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think we we've hit it all. I'm I'm actually really looking forward to season two. I, I think I ended up liking this show more than I thought I would. Okay. Uh, well, so at what point did you start enjoying it more? Because I, I feel like you were a little reluctant to start it. Like, maybe not as reluctant as me, but like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like you, you didn't jump in as, uh, you know, like right away either. Right. Like, I know several like Game of Thrones fans just jumped in and were ecstatic to have a another game of thrones show um i don't know i mean i didn't enjoy like a bunch of the i mean you know this i didn't enjoy a lot of the gory stuff at the beginning and that's probably what put it off Mm. for me more sure um so i think once that kind of subsides like i feel like you can actually get to more of the story and more of the development and progression when you're not focused on like here's five ways we're going to castrate these guys and you know these three people are going to lose their hands like all that kind of stuff um it's just easier for me to appreciate it more and and enjoy the story okay that's fair yeah i, I mean there was a lot of violence early on I will say I I was very impressed that there wasn't that like oh you know going in one of my reservations was like how much just like gratuitous sex like mm-hmm. like we don't we don't I don't need that and like they didn't really show that much like whatever they had was you know I mean you don't you don't show like that kind of nudity on screen without it being a little gratuitous but like it, it was mostly well well like adapted well done like Mm -hmm. it it was i was like oh that's fine that's fine you know in this context it's okay all right yeah yeah i thought they handled it well so i'm really looking forward to season two Mm -hmm. yeah yeah all right okay um andor okay andor episode eight so Kind of the middle episode of this three-episode arc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he's been wrongfully imprisoned. And this is so, like, weird to me because I'm like, is it a... At first I was like, where are they taking him? Like, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. It was just this really weird transfer of prisoners, so to speak. Um they're just rounding people up to get slave labor. That's what they're doing. Yeah. So he's in a factory that's basically a prison. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I mean, absolutely a prison. Right? Like, he can't even leave his bedroom, for lack of a better term, but bed cell. His cell? Uh, yeah. yeah. Without, like, he, you have to wait there until they turn whatever it is off for you to leave. I mean, that that's not too different from a prison. Like, right? That's how it is. It, it's totally prison. Yeah, but I'm just, I mean, I guess technically he isn't behind bars. Oh, you're saying because of the, this is my first cage kind of thing. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, it was just a weird. It, it also, for me, like this episode was a lot. It was a lot of everyone else too. Like it wasn't just Cassian. Which I kind of enjoy, to be honest with you. I feel like he is kind of taking a back seat a little bit to his own show. I guess that's fine for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is. I, especially, um, I thought this episode, it was necessary. Like, you're seeing a lot of of the development with, like, the rebellion and how it's going to start. Yeah, well, we saw we saw a lot of new characters actually. Like mm-hmm. a lot of uh, like this this one was the most complete in terms of the full cast that that they have. So like they have, uh, like Luthen went to go see Saw Guerrera, for instance. Right. Were you were you what was your reaction when you saw Saw? Saw Saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I see Saw, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> he um, well. I, I always think it's interesting. Okay, so you know he in in Rogue One he was he was kind of old and he was he like had that breathing tube thing whatever mm-hmm. it was and and everything and then this one had to be five years younger but that that actor is not five years younger than when he shot it in Rogue One obviously right and the Forest Whitaker is I think is his name and I mean they did a good job of making him look younger mm-hmm. or they did a and, good and job of making younger. him look older. Oh, in, in Rogue One, you mean? Mm-hmm. Sure, oh, one way or another. Like, he looked authentically five years younger. Yeah. Kind of thing. For sure. And maybe maybe even actually, he probably looked even significantly younger than that. I, you know, I was like, oh, man, this uh, this is really only five years until he dies? Mm-hmm. Man, like, that kind of um, thing in terms of, like, cosmetics and, like, prop work and, and, and makeup and just all that kind of effects is really cool to see just what they can do. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I, I'm guessing it, it, we didn't see it, but so this is the same time frame. Like Jin might've been with Saw at that point. I wonder, like it would, oh. it would have been interesting to know if they, they probably didn't, like, I didn't notice anything, but it would have been fun to see like a cameo by her or something just, you know, like just walking in the, past in the background. Uh, I didn't notice. I mean, I didn't see one, but that would be funny. I wonder if they if that's in I, store in like a later episode. You just kind of see her in the background doing whatever. Yeah, just like picking up some pipes to haul, you know, whatever, yeah. just random thing. You know, like I, it would have been cool. <laughs> we don't, we don't have to, and I don't know. Maybe he dumped her before that. Frankly. Yeah, oh, man, uh, I didn't even think of that. That would be really good. Yeah, it'd be kind of fun. <laughs> um. Uh, well, because I, I was just thinking of, uh, you know, 
Galen or so and like the first star scene in Rogue One and mm-hmm. you know like Saw goes to pick her up and <clears throat> you know this this is all this is all happened after that of, of course significantly afterward yeah so yeah there's I don't know I thought that was I thought it was fun to see Saw though he was he was uh well it's interesting too because we know so he talks about his group the partisans yeah you know and then he talks about all these other disparate groups and everything and what we see in rogue one is all the leaders of these various groups are all at yavin except for saw which he's already ditched them Mm -hmm. Uh, but he's he's just kind of hanging out uh we could also this is the time frame that the rebels are like from from the show rebels Mm-hmm. phoenix squadron are actually doing things like we could see we could see them like a, a cameo from them probably oh i love it can i just say when when you get these little like crossover cameos in the yeah. star wars star wars shows i think it's it just makes it even more fun yeah like we could see hera i think i think hera would be involved with them at the very least right now mm-hmm. but yeah like there's there's all these um rebel groups and remember like my mom was like i'm sorry we don't have the support because they're not all just one unified group yet right and you're like rogue one is kind of the thing that kind of forges them all together as as i understand it mm-hmm. um yeah i mean i i hate to even like jump towards the end of the episode already but I feel like this episode was really good in terms of just highlighting what they needed to do in order to get, like, the start of the rebellion going, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it felt like it was just driving it forward really nicely, and I, and I enjoyed it. Um, but it was really awesome at the, towards the end. I think it was Luthen that said it, um, oppression breeds rebellion. And I was like, yeah. wow, that is a powerful mm-hmm. line. Like... It was just so, and, and it made me sit there and be like, it's so, it's, it's perf- perfect. Like it, he's absolutely spot on, but it's also one of those things where you're like, man, you know exactly what you need to manipulate in society in order to get the response that you want. Oh yeah. I mean, so I thought, I thought about this of like, if I if I had been taking notes, I would have written like Luthen equals Palpatine question mark. <laughs> yeah. Well, not not yeah. that he is Palpatine, but that's what Palpatine did. Like he orchestrated mm-hmm. a war. Like he got the war is the war. You know, he he was trying to take power. I think mm-hmm. Luthen wasn't trying. It doesn't want that. Like it seems like his he has a more high minded uh, approach or whatever. But but like he's doing the same thing as Palpatine, even if it's for different reasons. Yeah, he totally is. Um, that's a great point. Uh, I just thought it was such a good line because now I'm like, oh, you're going to manufacture this whole, like it's, it, it was just like, that was my immediate response. was just like, you have to manufacture this so that you can get what you need so that you can, right. uh, and it just made me so excited for like the next bit. Um, yeah, so this whole episode like even though you're seeing like Cassian in his prison slash factory thing I almost was like I was definitely more interested in what was going on with like Luthen and Bix like back on on I a Ferrix I always forget the name Mm -hmm. of that planet um yeah I just thought it was way more interesting to see all that and how that was developing 
Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Like they're playing spy games there, kind of. You know, like yeah. she's trying to send out the message, and you know that didn't work out. But uh, you know, like the the other two spies, the rebel, two rebels are trying to trying to just find Cassian so they can kill him, mm-hmm. and the Imperials are trying to find Cassian so they they can they can you know find they can keep digging. Yeah, everyone's just trying to find Cassian. Yeah, popular guy and. Uh, you know, he's it's nice. Nice to see Bix doing more things. Yeah, I thought that was great. Um, she seemed, she seemed like she was one of the. I don't want to say one of the only ones, but one of the only ones that was kind of scrambling, trying to keep things together. Yeah, well, I thought it was interesting too. Like Cassian is a charismatic enough guy that like they're these these two his two friends are taking care of his like adopted mom. Yeah. That was really... they're, they're like they're like he's she's not my she's not my mom not mine either but they're still taking care of him mm-hmm. yeah that was really really nice to see um i just yeah. I, I don't know i i'm not that upset about him going into a prison even though they he's like this is my first cage like i right. guess it's not a it's not a cage or whatever you want to be a technicality i think it's i think it's horse shit frankly but <laughs> Like oh, oh whatever you can have you can have your you know not not technically a cage but he's still caged up by the mm-hmm. weird metal thing so whatever um I, I did think it was an interesting thing like they just scooped him up and dragged him to prison and yeah. like he, he really wasn't doing anything wrong yeah. Uh, and like, like just just because he he they would arrest him if they could like mm-hmm. they didn't arrest him for anything that he had done they arrested him for just total bullshit and, and just took him to a planet that he couldn't escape so that he could slave labor for him right it's it's totally it, it's crazy like they literally like yeah you'll do yep uh here you go start working yeah it, it's horrible uh but then did you notice like he he is on his crew he has melshi i i did notice that when they were going through all their names i was like okay i gotta pay attention here uh right well yeah melshi's like his his like top guy at the end of the battle of scarif mm -hmm. you know it's like melshi's talk to me (laughs) you know yeah so it was uh well, cool it, it makes you wonder, like, how, how they're going to get out of this situation and do all of them escape? Is it just him and Melshi? Is it, like, how does this work? Right. Oh, yeah. And it, it's funny to see Andy Circus. Yeah. Cir- is that, hold on. Yeah, Andy Circus. Circus? Oh. circus? Yeah, I, yeah, I think it is. I just, I just thought of, like, going to the circus. That's not how you say it, but it's not, it's not what it, but it's how you spell it. No, it's fun to see. He's this is I don't know how many people have played two different roles in Star Wars. Uh, at least one other, at least that I know of. Mm-hmm. Warwick Davis has a couple roles. Um, it's funny because whenever I see Andy Serkis in a role where he's not in like a like the motion captured CGI type of thing. Yeah. I just feel so like I'm like oh like what are you, what are you doing here? Shouldn't shouldn't you look less normal? Yeah, so it, it's kind of uh it's funny, but yeah, I remember seeing when I saw him in this episode, I was like, wait a minute. 
Yeah, it was just kind of funny. Um, yeah, lots of cameos on this one, like t- tons of people. And uh, I thought that it was interesting. Like, so we got we got a bigger picture of what the the screen starer is going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually, I mean, I completely forgot that he was in this one. I feel like he's maybe one of the more boring parts of the show. So far, I mean, I, I, he's going to, he'll do something important at some point, I feel like. Yeah, he will. I, I do agree. But I'm like, so far, I'm like, give me more of this rebellion building and all less of this stuff. Less of staring at cereal. Yeah. Yeah. Having your mom tell you how disappointed she is. Yeah. Yeah. Less of that, please. I liked how assertive he was here, though, mm-hmm. actually. I did like that he's like, no, I was good at what I did. Yeah, yeah. It, it was good to see that he wasn't just being a total pushover. Yeah. So, um, I cannot remember her name, but the, the girl who works for the Empire who's, like, been noticing these patterns. Yeah, the lieutenant, whatever. Yeah, yeah I cannot remember her name for, my, for the life of me, but... I also really enjoyed seeing her kind of like be like, no, like this is a thing. And mm-hmm. like, she, it felt like she took on a bigger role too. Um, yeah. I thought it's fun to see her be competent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It makes me wonder like if she's going to have like an even bigger role in the future or if it's just kind of there for like storyline purposes. Um, I think I would enjoy her having a bigger role and like moving up the ranks, so to speak, in the Empire and seeing what happens. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested too. Like, I, I don't know. She's not that pleasant, really. But I no. think she's not supposed to be. But I, for some reason, I thought like she's going to torture someone. Like she already tortured that other guy. She's going to tor- presumably torture Bix. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I'm still kind of rooting for her for some reason. It's weird because I I kind of had the same thought where I was like, you are going to be a very dark character, but I want to see more of you. Like, it was just this weird feeling where I was like, oh, I, mm-hmm. I, I like her more than Staring Dude. Yeah. Well, I, I, you like everyone. Everyone should like him, like everyone more than Staring Guy. <laughs> That's fair. Like, I don't know. He's he's like the next iteration of worthless guy. Oh. But. I just. But, it feels wrong in a way to root for these characters that are on the Empire yeah. side. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I want to see you do some stuff. Yeah. I want to see you. I don't want to see you torture people. I think I'll skip right. that. But. um, Yeah. And it, it's. I feel like she almost had more of a demure attitude in the other episodes. Like, she kind of seemed quieter and um, maybe not as aggressive. Um, Right. And now I'm like, oh, this is who you are. Okay. I always thought there was, like, an assertive line. Like, you know, she, the times that she could talk to her, you know, like, equal kind of mm-hmm. that, that other lieutenant you know she's she was pretty assertive but then when and whenever she talked to the to her supervisor like she she had to toe the line a little bit but mm-hmm. I, yeah i like i like her she seems okay yeah 
for some reason. I mean, I don't want anything to happen to Bix. I don't want her to get tortured. Yeah, that's going to be... And, and the whole... like, and, and that was probably, I think, what um, made me realize just how kind of, like, dark this, this Empire girl is. She's like, no, I want her to see him here. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you are... You're nasty. Right, and then she's like, what are you doing? Get him out of here. Yeah. Like, totally acting a little bit. Yeah. Total flip at just just to really drive it home. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think about the rebel spies that were on Ferex? Um it it was interesting to see. I'm I'm all everything in Ferex, I was just like it's crazy when you think about how like it's been what maybe a week since Cassian's left, two weeks tops. Oh well, at some point he'd been eating like he it was uh, thirty shifts later or something like that. So oh, it's yeah, like a so month. Was. So it's been it's been a, a decent. I mean, it hasn't been. My point is though, it hasn't been years. Like it's right. It's been a relatively short amount of time. Yep. Um. And it feels like Ferex is just in total chaos. Uh, well, I mean, the, the Imperials just came and took over, basically. Yeah, and so it makes sense to have the rebel spies there, but at the same time, you're like, oh, this is... Well, they're, try- they're trying to find Cassian and kill him. Mm-hmm. But it's also just like... I don't know. It just feels like it's in total chaos and it's just plummeting so quickly that I'm like, oh, this is a little bit sad to see. But yeah, I'm I'm I don't want to say I'm surprised that they would be looking for Cassian and Ferex because it kind of makes sense. They're like Bix is here, his mom's here. Um, but it also kind of seems like a dumb spot to look for him, based based off the fact that. There's just so much, so much um, empire activity there as well. Yeah, I don't know what to think. Uh, I, I'm glad the Ferex is still a thing, though. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like they're making it very important. Yeah. Hmm. Like- well. It- they're, they're almost making Andor, like Cassian, like a figurehead for the rebellion in, in some way. Yeah, and it, it makes me wonder if they're just going to blow Ferrex up. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe, uh, though. Who knows? Um, who cares? No. Um, <laughs> uh, so, what do you think about Mothra? Mothma, sorry. Mothma? mothra mothma um i don't know i still i think i still like her she still seems cold to me but i like that about her personality i like that she's still i guess cold is the wrong word she she knows what she is needing to do she's determined that's probably a better word for it yeah she gosh she kind of annoyed me a little bit. Like the, their interactions with people were so meaningless. I I want to see more from her that like pushes her side forward more. Yeah, I don't. Well, I, I, I liked. Go ahead. I was just gonna say like I don't really care if her and her weird husband are 
dropping wiggling room worms into glasses gross right like i that that's the kind of stuff that i'm like oh okay like i get it you're you're painting this picture of who she is in society and like the role she's playing and all this kind of stuff as a senator but i want to see more of her scheming yeah well yeah i i want to see that too i thought i thought that her husband actually he grew on me a little bit more here too Mm -hmm. not that he is necessarily like he, he still might be working against her or something but I thought it was an interesting thing. Like they talked to each other. They talked, they were talking like, oh yeah, well, like we got married when we were 15. Like, right. Just an, just an interesting, you know, they, they don't, it, he's not necessarily like just a rat. They've just, uh, how do you get married at 15 and expect to be married to that same person and be like, you know, be able to stand them even necessarily. Right. Much less, much less like, have a good working relationship like you you don't i didn't know anything about what i really wanted when i was 15 right me neither um yeah and i mean do we know how old she is at this point mm, I, I bet that that's that's canon sure but I, I don't know how old i just i just wonder how long that they've been together I mean, you have to think that she's in her late 30s, early 40s, at mm-hmm. least. Like, I would say in her 40s, probably. I mean, she's got a teenager, so 40s. True. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I was just curious, like, how long they had actually been together. Uh, I do agree with you, though. Her husband seemed more likable this episode. Not even likable. I just... maybe Maybe I'm just starting to tolerate him. Well, and he's like, you know, he's he's like, okay, so what's the agenda tonight? Like, and he's he's supportive a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it it's kind of an interesting way to put it too, because it's almost like you're falling into a routine with your partner. So you're like, okay, like, what are we doing? What's the deal? And you just go like day to day, basically doing that. Um, so it was interesting to see. But he didn't seem as snippy this episode. Like the first one that he was introduced and he making all these kind of like jabs at her. Oh, and he's like, I already got me a present. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. get 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 me my freaking present. Yeah, I, I like him. I mean, I made that observation last time when we were talking, like, you know. I respect that he's doing the parenting thing with her at the very right. least, even if like their marriage is dead or whatever, like he's forcing, you know, like he's making sure that she's part of, you know, the parenting. He's not just going over her head with the, with the kid and stuff. I, like to me, that's the sign of a dedicated, at least parent, you know, someone who wants the best for someone and who's not just in it for themselves. Like he's, he doesn't seem to me like he's going to be the, uh, you know, he, he may eventually feel like it's his duty as an imperial citizen to turn her in, but I don't think he's, like, out to get her right now, at least. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think I would actually be surprised if he was on the opposite side of her. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think he's just, yeah. Like, if anything, like, he feels like someone who's just, like, in the middle. I think... He, they're going to use him and her daughter to demonstrate how 
the depth of her loss like leaving to go join the rebellion Mm. like physically leaving i think that they're gonna demonstrate that like something is gonna happen like she's gonna be like oh i did not want to have to leave my husband and my daughter like we're actually all really close so we were starting to get along again and now now i've got to go see it never see again Mm. yeah that that could be a good um a good way to do it well because kind of the picture i've always had of her which i mean i'm like we don't know but I've always thought like, oh, she was just a like single senator. And then she and then she like goes to join the rebellion, like she flees for her life, but who cares? Like she's single, like she doesn't have a family. Like she's she's available there, or (laughs) you know, where where do you need Mon Mothma? Like there she is. She can Mm -hmm. just go wherever. But but like this this gives her a little more context of like uh, you know, everyone loses something in the rebellion yeah like she's gonna lose her family at some point i think yeah that's sad though oh totally it it is yeah uh, i like this i like this show because i don't know in a way this is the way i want like house of dragons to be too of you know like it's it's dark it's got it's got some nasty people in it but there's also a lot of heart to it in this you know like Mm -hmm. there's I don't know. There's there's just more there's more likable people, I guess. Yeah. To me. Yeah, I agree with you. There there definitely is more likable people in the show for sure. Yeah. yeah. What did you think of Luthen and his interaction with Aaliyah? Um Luthen, I think, is just growing on me in general. I wasn't too sure what to think of him overall. Okay. Um, and I feel like I'm uh, this episode. I just really started to like him even more. Like he seems like I. I don't know how to phrase this. I like how he has this end goal and he knows how to get there, or he's got a plan for how he wants to get there. And it almost like he doesn't really care what happens in the process, um, in terms of like if people get hurt or. Not that, sure. not that he doesn't care, but it's almost like, to me, it comes across as him viewing it as like a as a necessary sacrifice in a way, um, like for the greater good kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah, I think I, I think I'm just overall enjoying him in general. Like all of his scenes, I liked. Yeah, I I think he's, I think he's a little bit evil frankly uh, I, I don't i don't think he's like I, we want we want to we want to see like good hero like yeah. heroic nice people and this isn't the show for that really like I, even as i te- like talk about dragon show and i'm like i i don't like anyone uh, but <laughs> but like in cassian in a way it's like who's good like cassian's friends basically and his mom right like who else? like maybe mon mothba but she's like kind of a pampered senator who you know she's very two-faced that she mm-hmm. like and i promise i'll enjoy the view like right um you don't you don't promise that like that means nothing so stop talking to me but i'm i'm wondering like in a show like this where where you have this kind of like spy sort of theme mm-hmm. is anyone actually good like fully, oh, right. I mean, fully good. 
No, I mean, like, like I feel like Bix is good, you know, yeah. and Cassian's friend is good. But mm-hmm. whatever, like those two, like maybe his mom, and and that's like about it. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's got the, like, I just like that everyone is complex. And everyone you know? kind of has this streak of like self-serving behavior. Yeah, the, the, basically all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I, I mean, it, I I just like it's relatable too because it's like if I joined the rebellion, it wouldn't be because like probably not because of high-minded ideals. I'd probably be like, yeah, like they killed my son or something. Right. Or those, those rat bastards deserve to die. <laughs> Those womp rat bastards deserve <laughs> to, <laughs> deserve to uh, die. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see what you mean by he's him being a little bit evil. He kind of has that as like, it's almost like a streak through him. Oh, well, I guess I, I don't mean like you, you almost have to be a little, he's trying to start a war that's going to like kill millions of people. I mean, like, I, I doubt, I doubt that he'd be like, He'd probably weep to find out about Alderaan and stuff, mm-hmm. but but like he he wants he's like we need people to suffer, we need people to be well, you know, that's oppressed. The, that's the thing. His line, his oppression mm-hmm. breeds rebellion. Line was very much like a dark line. Um, so I could totally see see what you mean, and that's why I think he kind of has this streak of like not really caring if mm-hmm. if something you know upsets you or or causes you harm or whatever because if it's driving his mission forward and if it's driving what he wants forward then it's a necessary right. evil right well he sees uh, you know he sees saw as an ally mm-hmm. you know in his tactic and then he also sees cassia and he's just like yeah go kill him like he knows about me kill him like it's, it's ruthless and, and I'm fine with it. I, I just, okay. So not, not that I'm like such a good person or something. I, I, I don't think I, I couldn't be the guy who started a rebellion like that. If it meant that people were going to be oppressed because of my actions. Right. You know, like I, I couldn't push that button. I don't think, cause I, I wouldn't be so, I wouldn't be certain that that was going to end in a way that I like, I think he just has to have a certain level of just like doesn't care about people. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, in a way you could kind of classify that as evil at least. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's cutthroat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's just one of those, you know, like, well, the, the end justifies the means. Right. Yeah. And that's a hundred percent how I, how I think his character is and justifies the memes <laughs> uh, um, what else did you think do you have any other thoughts like I thought this was really good just in terms of us realizing how the rebellion is going to start yeah also yeah I, I mean it's it's all going to come to a head in the last three episodes of course mm-hmm. uh like this this one is going to be exciting because he's going to find a way to escape the prison or maybe it'll be broken out or who who knows what's going to happen right like I, I saw like those guys they're like doing sign language to each other across the way yeah they're talking to each other it's like 
Uh, is it going to be a mass breakout? Who knows? Right. I'm like, how do you? Because you, you know they have to get out of there somehow. But yeah. Like, <laughs> what if they just defined canon? They're just like, yeah, and he's still there, you know, <laughs> to this day. <laughs> oh man. Like, People will riot. Why are you trying to start so many riots today? Yeah, I just think it's funny. Uh, so people just want to see the world burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently I am okay with that. You are okay with that. <laughs> Maybe uh, I am a little evil. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to have a mini finale here. And then, so what, what happens? Okay, so Cassian breaks out. Great. He, he's buddies with Melchi or whatever. He goes back. <laughs> He goes back to Ferex and mm-hmm. everyone's looking for him and no one expects him necessarily, you know, like he's hiding out. And then like the, the first person who takes a shot I expect will be the rebels. Like right. the, the girl who's waiting in the hotel. Right. And then like, I don't know. I feel like if that's the case, if I was Cassian, why would I join up with you? I don't know. I, like, I think, I, I guess my prediction for the end of the show is he's going to like affirm that he, yes, he's, he is part of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. It, he's not just a mercenary. He's like, all right, he's going to shake hands with Luthen and that'll be it or something like that. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Is it okay? I feel like I've asked this at least like five times by now. Is it twelve episodes in the season? Yep, twelve. Yeah. So this will, yep, this was eight. So we'll have the mini finale and nine, mm-hmm. and then the final arc. Right. Um. Just trying, just trying to piece it together in my brain. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So if you have like a mini fi- finale, um, next episode realistically like in order to really i think drive this forward you have to have mm-hmm. him get out of this prison slash jail slash factory um next episode so that he can be free to go right. back to ferrix or wherever he ends up uh to kind of wrap this season up All right well uh, and he can't uh he can't meet saw right Oh, good point. Good point. Um, but otherwise, I guess you could meet him on Mothma. Hmm. Yeah, because that wasn't specified, right? Saw, though, no. Can't meet Saw. Uh, you can meet Mothra, though. Yeah, so... Uh, okay, here, here's the question, then. Uh, so Cassian, I think... I, I think, uh, And so I'm not going to let you uh, debate this with me. I think he's going to join the Rebellion at the end of the season. Okay. Oh, where is Mon Mothma going to be at the end of the season? Hmm. She, I would think at the end of this season, she would be fleeing. Right? Maybe. I, f- I feel like maybe at the end of the season, like you have this whole like oppression breeds rebellion bit. So maybe we have that building the rest of the way. And then the end of the season is like the inciting factor of what starts it. And people running or fleeing and starting to, to build this. So Mothma leaves. 
Or do you think she leaves next season? Because there's only going to be two seasons. Right. I keep forgetting that. I keep thinking there's going to be like four. Um, right. Unfor- unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, unfortunately. I didn't really I don't, like I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> I, I don't think she can stay there for next season. I think you need to have her involved and she can't be as involved as she should be if she is still there kind of Hmm. working. I don't know. Maybe I guess she could be sort of behind the scenes doing it like she is now, but to a higher extent, but I don't know. I just, it doesn't feel like it would work for me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, Bay, I want to see her interact with Bail Organa, by the way. We haven't mm, seen any of that. Yeah, I would like to see that, too. That would be great. Right, well, so in the old canon, and you know, it's no longer canon, but, uh, like, she starts the rebellion with with uh, Bail Organa and, and another guy named Garnbill Iblis. Right. But, uh, like, he's... And then Garnbill Iblis is kind of just on on the side, like not not really important until you hit a certain point in the in the books. But um, yeah, so she, but she and and uh, Vale Organa are like the they're they're the head of the rebellion for a long time. And then you know, she, and then he goes and gets blown up in Alderaan, on Alderaan, and then she just basically consolidates all the power in her own, mm-hmm. you know, to herself. And so. Uh, and I don't know what this this new canon has said about her, how she actually there's actually a, a, an interesting ish book um, about how she becomes the the like head of the new republic eventually. Oh, OK. I didn't realize that. Like on the other end of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Like it's, it's not that great, but it's, it's fine, I guess. Um, you know, we so we see a lot of it, like we see her in action, kind of like doing her political stuff in the book. But but right now, I I just don't know what's what's going to happen. Like I I don't know at what point she leaves. She does need to leave at some point so that she can start disagreeing with Saw. Though like she has right. to work with him for a while. They'll all be under the same roof, mm-hmm. and then Saw will be like, you know what, you guys aren't willing to like slaughter people. <laughs> I'm out. Like, I'm, I'm gonna go be a terrorist with my own terrorist friends. Time to oh, we got We also got to see Edrio Two Tubes, by the way. Do you know him? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, so in Rogue One, he's the guy. He's kind of like the leader of like the expedition party from mm-hmm. Saw, who who like goes and captures like. He's the one who captures Jin. Okay. And mm-hmm. Cassian and stuff. Like he's got two big tubes. You know, okay. Yeah, I can picture him. Mm-hmm. But but that guy is actually um, man. I, I wanted to see, I want to see Nest as well because Enfa's Nest was she had um, she had Edrio two tubes before Saw had him. Nest would be great to see. I mean, I, I we don't know what happened to her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Very 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 true. Unless it's in some comic book, and I'll be a little sad if that's the case. <laughs> um, yeah, it's gonna be. I don't know. I just feel like I feel like this was probably the episode so far for me that's really like 
pushed it forward and made me want to see more. I tied all the characters together this time. It did. It, it, you were just like, oh, wow. Like, this is how it's going to shake out. Like, you're going to, you're going to do this to yourselves, sort of. Um, because it's a necessary evil, I guess. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. I feel like every yeah. every episode I watch of Andor has been really, really strong. Um, like, I can't think of a weak episode, really. No, it's all been really good. Um, I've I liked it a lot. Yeah, and it just makes it... I feel like it just makes it tie together really nicely that you're just like, okay, this is getting stronger and stronger each week. Yeah. I'm never like, man, is this going to be done with? Like, yeah, there's some time, some shows I'm just like, I noticed that it's still going. I'm like, it's like you're watching the clock. Well, even, even if I, even if I'm, I'm entertained, like, so I'll note, I'm like, man, this seems like it's going a long time. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's only been 20 minutes. Okay. My bad. (laughs) whereas like there have been episodes with this even actually this episode where it ended and i was like that's it like it's done yeah i was like this is supposed to be 50 minutes like Mm -hmm. give me where's my other minute oh it's done (laughs) exactly so yeah um i don't know overall i just really liked it and yeah i'm still kind of enjoying the fact that cassian is he's definitely important don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it's cool to see all these other characters have such an important role, too. Well, at the end of the day, like, how important can Cassian really be right. to the Rebellion? Like, uh, he's, he's interesting to us, and I, I like that they're kind of using him as the framework mm-hmm. in, in a way. But, but like, they're kind of building, they're, they're showing all the different pieces of the early Rebellion. And yeah. I don't know, that it is just really cool. You've said it a few times, like, just seeing how the Rebellion is built. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know. I don't know if it'd be interesting to know if, like, Luthen, apparently Mon Mothma's okay with with the... So she's talking, like, it to her senator. She's like, how much how much protection is too much? Like, she mm-hmm. seems like she's pretty opposed to these bills, and yet, like, the things that Luthen is doing is creating the, you know, like, the oppression. Right. And, like, is Mon Mothma actually trying to create oppression as well? Because that, that would make her a little dark as well. True. She's clearly not. She's clearly allies with Luthen, like, but she is she really fine with that? That people can suffer. That's actually okay. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's a great point. I didn't think of that. Hmm. <laughs> it's a whole mess. It's a whole mess, but I like it. I want to see a cameo of young Leia in this show too. Hmm. I just want to see all of them. I mean, like, like this would be about the right age-ish. How old was Leia in Kenobi? 10? Yeah, this would be like, this would be a pretty, this would be perfect. She's like 17 or something in uh, episode 4. Yeah. Yeah, I think she was, she was 8 or 10. Somewhere around there. This is the right age. She could totally make it, have a cameo. With her dad. That actress is great. Yeah, I loved her. She was wonderful. Mm -hmm. She was a delight. If we get a cameo from her, I'll I'll be very very happy. Uh, this is the time frame. We could get all sorts of awesome cameos. Mm-hmm. Like we we should be getting more. I want people. 
People have been saying, I love how there's not fan service. I'm like, I want a little fan service. Come on, <laughs> give me a little fan service. Right? Oh, give me something. Yeah, I totally agree with you. You don't have to like beat us over the head with it every episode, but a little fan yeah, service. It doesn't have to be R2-D2 and C-3PO. I don't care about them. Poor guys. I mean, R2 more than 3PO. 3PO can go die in a fire. I don't care. But like R2-D2, definitely. <laughs> you just want to watch the world burn. I want to watch C-3PO burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's worse than Jar Jar, man. He's awful. Oh, wow. That's like really strong. Okay. Wow, I did not know that. That he was awful? Yeah, watch the movies sometime. He's awful. I didn't know you thought that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh. um, What's to like? I don't know. I just find him quirky. Yeah, in a bad way. Poor C-3PO. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, do you have any other, any other final thoughts on Andor? I feel like we touched on everything i'm trying to remember i know yeah we've been talking for a while um no i i am disappointed he's in prison honestly i just i this isn't an interesting storyline really like right so I, I used to work in a prison for several years and so I, like i watching you know it's always interesting to watch what a showrunner is going to show in a prison and stuff mm -hmm. um like the the fact that the the guards are carrying guns it's like in reach of inmates mm. you know like there, there's a lot of well it, it kind of takes me out of the start just because i know what mm -hmm. what uh like you, you can't have guns in reach of inmates because then they'll just take the guns mm -hmm. when you're not watching and they're just going to start killing people. And so, what, like, whatever. I'm not going to just go here and sit here and be like, it needs to be realistic to it. But it does kind of take me out of it. And then I, I just, like, I don't know. He said he was a, he's never been in a cage. He's told, this is a cage. Like, he's right. stuck. He's stuck here. And what what does he mean by he's never, like, it's a little... I, I want him out. I want him out. <laughs> I want to stop being distracted by this nonsense. This is stupid. Well, it's a little disappointing because it feels like, at least right now, that Cassian's storyline isn't really going anywhere. It's the other storylines that are. He's just getting angry. He's like, what the hell, Empire? Like, I'm right. I'm going to nuke you if I can now. Right. Exactly. So I'm going to give up the search for my sister and just destroy you guys. <laughs> And hook up with Bix a couple times in the meantime. Oh, man. If I can. You probably could. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's it, though. I think so. Uh, good, good stuff. Uh, so next time we're going to talk about, I guess, just Star Wars only. Yeah. Oh, wow. I just realized that. Yeah, you're right. It'll only be Star Wars next week. Should we try to split up the time? Cause the, the legends of the Jedi or whatever. Um, Tales of the Jedi. It's all Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. It's, it's all, they're, they're two storylines and they're all released all at the same time. Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't realize that. No, I went to go watch it. I was going to go watch it today and then um, yeah. I didn't. So six episodes, 
three on Ahsoka, three on Dooku. Ooh, okay. And they're all like, I think they're all like 12 to 15 minutes long. So we, we could just do like one storyline for next week. Does if it, you wanted to. Is it like one, two, three are Ahsoka, four, five, six are Dooku, or do they alternate? Like, do you know? Uh, I I was under the impression that it's one, two, three is one and four, right. four five, six is the other. But I, I don't know. I, I never looked. Someone was telling me that that's, they just deep dive those two characters. That's all I know. Okay. They're already out and apparently they're good. All right. Um, yeah, I'm game to just split the storylines. That sounds like a great idea. Cool. Yeah, so we'll figure out which one we want to talk about next week. Yeah. But that's it. That's it. It's over. Goodbye. F off.